0: I'm, I've am i been distracted by the quote on Chapter 6. The most dangerous food is wedding cake. <laughs> it's not yeah. a
1: good quote. I loved that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the most dangerous food is wedding cake. <laughs> That's good.
1: Mm. Cake. <laughs>
2: mm. Thinking about Jesus,
1: that. Jesus, Jesus,
2: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about that coconut cake they had it. Oh, Montague's the other day, but I didn't get it. I oh, you
1: could
2: have. I
1: love coconut
0: I would have cake. been okay. Oh, A good substitute for coconut cake is that nice shortbread
2: cookie. Welcome back to the yeah. Ransomed Heart Podcast. I'm John Eldridge.
1: And I'm Stacey Eldridge.
2: <laughs> oh, that would be your cue. Uh, hi, y'all. <laughs> I'm Craig. <laughs> this is our little nephew, Craig. <laughs> is this saying on. <laughs> check, check. You know, um, it just keeps cracking me up that the absolute madness of doing a series on marriage. I think most people associate us by now that uh, the guys kind of do the guys thing. Wild at Heart, boot camps, you know, Way of the Wild Heart, bothered by God, Band of Brothers, all that. And the gals do the gals thing, captivating and captivating retreats and how rich those are. And I would have been content to just cruise along that path, actually, for the next 10 years. But God has um, brought marriage up as something that he really put on our hearts to talk about and to help people deal with. So welcome back. This is... Another uh, conversation on marriage. Uh Where do we want to go? I just tossed the ball out there. Marriage. Stacey, what do you want to talk about?
1: Oh, I want to talk about how fabulous it is to belong to each other.
0: Hmm.
1: I think that's just one of the joys of marriage is that you know who you're going to sit next to for the rest of your life. You've got a dance partner. you got a date for Friday night. The, the question has been answered, who will I go with? And we, we really do belong to one another. I'm with him. <laughs> She's with me. Yeah. You know, I, I did flash to those T-shirts. I'm with stupid. But that's not,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, not what you meant. <laughs>
1: that's not what I meant. The, the joy that comes from living life together. And one of the great gifts of marriage is companionship. Mm. So let's talk about that.
2: Okay. Here's where my mind just flashed to. Um, Genesis chapter 2, it is not good, Mm. right? Sin hasn't invaded the Mm. garden yet. Satan hasn't invaded the garden yet. The world hasn't, you know, fallen into darkness and utter suffering yet. Everything is great. All the animals have been named.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Craig. <laughs> and God's perfect fellowship. There,
2: animal there were... crackers run <laughs> by wife.
1: Lions and tigers. Okay, go ahead.
2: Everything's great. Everything is good. And uh, and then God says, actually something isn't good. It's not good for man to be alone. And that's where my thoughts, Stacy, went when you were talking about mm. belonging, was mm-hmm. like, yeah, whoa. There is this really primal need in the human race to belong, to not be alone, whatever that aloneness looks like. And and friendship addresses it, family, community, certainly the body of Christ addresses Mm -hmm. it. I mean, to be members together in the fellowship of Christ, there's nothing like it. But in that story, what God says is, therefore, I'm going to introduce marriage i want you to belong to one another i want you to have someone that's good it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening yeah.
1: i just went to um you know just one of the the joys of our marriage is when we play together hmm. and and you know quickly i go to we don't do everything together but but we do enjoy much together and that's been a transition over the years okay we've been married for 26 years and probably for the first decade or so we did play together some mm-hmm. but we fell into this this pattern that i've i've seen be the sorrow of a lot of marriages and it was really living separate lives mm. I have, I have these hobbies, and this is good to mm-hmm. have your own interests, your yes. own hobbies. your own, Of course you're not going to share everything. But there needs to be an overlap because the goal isn't to be a roommate. Yes. Goal is to be a husband and a wife.
2: Oh, my gosh. The, the separate lives thing. I mean, I have my job. You have yours, right? I get up a certain time have breakfast, skip breakfast, you leave, I leave. You know, people just go their separate ways. We come back. People don't live their lives together like very much in terms of actual time spent. Mm-hmm. You get home, you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you have kids, they totally dominate the scenario. What do they need? Do You know, soccer, music, church group, yada, yada, and and. The actual time you end up having for one another, you really—it's two people living separate lives under the same roof. Yeah.
0: My pause a few moments ago was simply I, as you were setting up the story, John. Was I, you know, and the two shall be one flash, and um, I was just struck by um, a companionship. That goes beyond just the physical presence or just mm. kind of hanging out or making it last, mm. but a companionship that in some way is is described as one flesh that that's where my mind went as is, is yeah more than roommates I mean pushing on and mm-hmm. into something mm-hmm. deep mm-hmm. and profound, intimate mm-hmm. on multiple levels oh,
2: yes. i think I think companionship is the greatest gift of marriage. Actually, I really do. And there's a lot of other gifts, and, and we're going to unpack that. I mean, it's a powerful thing to have a sense of purpose together, and it's a powerful thing to be able to fight together. You know, Stacy was just praying for me the other night, and it was huge to have that. But that's not the day in and the day out. The day in and the day out, the, the consistent, I think – I don't know how to describe it – bedrock of marriage – companionship
1: even above eros
2: yeah mm-hmm. E-R-O-S, e-r-o-s sexual intimacy yeah
1: i mean which we need want we'll, we'll even talk about that later right. but as far mm-hmm. as a priority in a marriage mm-hmm. right. where you live i mean even the word is nice companionship
0: I, I was just gonna say say more about companionship i mean what are you describing there
1: you think of you know my faithful companion the mm-hmm. one who is beside you the one who has your back the one who you have a deepening friendship with mm-hmm. who can get you john knows where i am i could be in a bus station if and if we heard each other's laugh we could spot mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. Don't, just that that knowing of each other's personalities likes dislikes and and like you said craig pushing in to a deeper friendship enjoying it enjoying time together making choices Mm -hmm. to pursue the other's heart and what do they love Mm -hmm. what do they want to do that's so good well then let choosing to do that
2: it's so good i mean you say what is companionship and i think um in the last couple of days um Laughing about stuff together, <laughs> laughing about um, about people that drive us crazy together, mm-hmm. and and then in the next moment, concern for our sons, uh, talking on the phone to one of them who's who's not you know away at college, and then sharing that part of life together, uh, then sitting down and having dinner, sharing that part of life together. Watching something that we enjoy on television together, I'm sharing you know something from a book I read with Stacy. It's all of that mm-hmm. it's the richness of you know of the texture of a shared life mm-hmm. it's sharing life mm-hmm.
0: so I'm thinking most books on marriage talk about intimacy, loving one another. is companionship those things, John are you just does companionship include those things? It feels like that's a new word or an idea to champion in marriage, companionship. I don't know that I've heard people put it that way much,
1: huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, your your partner, your they may not be your best friend. That's not maybe actually available in every marriage. Mm-hmm. Um but they they can be your faithful companion. Yeah. You know sometimes mm-hmm. the most loving thing that John can say to me mm-hmm. is asking the question how is your day? Yes. And waiting for the answer. Mm-hmm. That whole sense of of there is a person in this world who I matter to, mm-hmm. who my day in and day out's little things, who I can tell the story of getting irritated about the uh-huh. woman in front of me in the grocery line or or my heart breaking over the woman mm. in front of me in the grocery. Little things, the little mm-hmm, details, mm-hmm. nuances of life. Mm-hmm. I have a companion that yeah. I can share those things with, mm-hmm. and I, I love that. That enriches my life and our marriage.
2: And as I'm listening to you describe that, suddenly I was in the heart and mind of a listener who's going, I don't have that. Mm. That is so far from our reality. Oh, we love each other. Um, We're not really companions, people who feel very lonely in their marriage. And so what I want to quickly add is this is actually something that's chosen. You choose towards this. Mm -hmm. You make choices towards companionship Mm -hmm. because – Stacey and I, on the other hand, have very different interests. You know, she doesn't like bow hunting. I don't particularly like gardening. You know, she loves a good novel. You know, I love outdoor shows, you know, and you start taking off our differences, it would be very easy to drift apart. Uh-huh. Not out of malice, not out of hatred, but just I like this. I'm going here. You like that. You're going there, and you end up drifting apart. And so companionship is something that's chosen. I'm very aware that we have chosen towards it over time. Hmm. And then you cultivate it. Then you begin to enjoy those conversations, right? How was your day? How has your day become something that's not, oh, I've got to remember to ask her how she's doing. It's so natural. It's absolutely natural to the marriage. But you've cultivated it. You've built towards
1: it. That's so important, John. And I think another important factor is that I can't pin all of my need for companionship onto John. Mm. He just is fabulous, but I need girlfriends mm. and he needs men friends. There are some things, you know, he doesn't want to go get a pedicure with me. So, no. Or, yeah. And I like going to a movie much more than John does. Uh Uh Or a good conversation over a cup of coffee. Girlfriends, girl time. I have a lot to say, and I have a lot more words than John actually has the capacity to hear. I'll just actually see this glazed look come over his (laughs) eyes sometimes, and I go, okay, we're done. Full. Yeah, we're done here.
2: (laughs) I just reached full. Please stop talking. (laughs)
1: La, la, la. Anyway. (laughs) So that that is just really important too. And and something that I've grown in in my marriage is to not feel threatened by the fact that John needs male companionship. Mm-hmm. When he goes out camping or backpacking or fly fishing or mm-hmm. hunting or time alone with God and he comes back a better man. Mm-hmm. And I want that for him. Yes. And yeah, for so, me.
2: So don't be jealous. When your spouse has other interests, don't be jealous when they enjoy hanging out with other people. You know, we're not describing that Christian fantasy of the shining barrier, you know, where it's just the two of us against the world, you know. No, no, no. We're not describing that. But we are describing cultivating a genuine companionship with one another where you share life together.
0: I'm sitting here uh, just amazed at this conversation and, um, and just pondering the whole thought of companionship. Um, I mean, I, I want to hear more on this just for my own life. And um, you can get more on this, getting John and Stacy's book, Love and War, and it'll be released December 15th. And, and there's a whole lot of things that uh, are available on this message and um, go to loveandwar.net and you can find out more information about the book. It's release date, December 15th. And then John and Stacy will be doing a tour in January and February on this topic that um, both you and your friends will want to go to. It ought to be a rich
2: time. So loveandwar.net. And thanks for listening.